you know, I'm like, I'm the kind of guy that like, I'll do anything for you at the top of a hat. So really learning how to say no when I personally need to. And I felt like a lot of times I'm just staring, my brain's just going nuts. So yeah, going back to like the breathing exercises and like when I'm on like my full A game, I have like a, a pretty good yoga regimen. Clears out my head, keeps my smile on. And we keep going. So, I don't know. What's the point of holding the grudge, dude? We all know. We, we know how to sense. We end up in the dirt. So why take anything that seriously? Even if like something really big did happen, you got to learn how to just not let it bug you and drag you down. Yeah. You know, turn it into a, into a positive thing and focus that energy in a better. What's your definition or like metric for success then? Uh, coming back happy. What is making it to you? I know some people that like tour the world and everything and they're miserable. And then other people play in like cover bands every Tuesday and like the happiest they ever been. So like, all right, that to me, that guy made it. You know? yeah. Welcome to the Collaborative Resource Hub by Wellness Provisions. We're bridging the gap between mental health, wellness, and rock and roll. I'm Amy McBride, owner of Wellness Provisions, the most badass wellness business. Hey, are you feeling a little stuck in life? I offer wellness coaching sessions. Book a session with me if you're seeking to get healthy and ahead. Sessions are available worldwide. And check this out. Wellness Provisions supplies rock and rollers with high quality supplements. We've simplified your shopping experience and given you a trustworthy place to go where you can essentially shop blindfolded. And did you know? All our Collaborative Resource Hub interviews air on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Subscribe to stay in the loop. Go immerse yourself in the full Collaborative Resource Hub experience over on our website. You'll have access to helpful resources that will inspire and educate you. So let's inspire each other. If that guy did it, so can you. Last but not least, my legal disclaimer, nothing in this interview or the Collaborative Resource Hub substitutes medical advice. Please connect with your GP if you need medical guidance. Mike from Doc Hammer, how are you? I'm doing well, Amy. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. Yes. You just got back from tour. Was it awesome? Dude, tour is always awesome. I mean, if it wasn't, why would you do it? Because <laughs> it's crazy. It's like a pirate ship. But I love pirates, so it works out. Uh, yeah, it was super fun. It was cold this time around. We went, we did like the West Coast. So like up to Seattle, then we hit Spokane. Then kind of trickled through like Boise and um, Salt Lake. And then some Arizona dates. Yeah. So being a bunch of San Diego boys, Pacific Northwest is cold. Do you have like an appropriate jacket or like boots or what? I mean, are you dressed well for it? I mean, better than usual. <laughs> so I do have a winter jacket and I bought these bands. So usually I have like mesh ones. So I, don't know, I bought these suckers. Uh, they, they were all right. They're okay. It's just cold canvas. <laughs> They might dry a little better, I guess, if they get wet. Yeah, we got pretty lucky. There wasn't, like, there was snow, but nothing on us and, like, no rain. So, like, I mean, if you step in a puddle or something, but other than that, we were fine. Yeah. Um, so, let me ask you this. I usually say, what does wellness mean to you? Is like the, you know, like the lead-in question, but you can answer it that way. Or how do you stay well on tour? Like, is there anything that you do you know, to stay most healthy? Ooh. Well, I feel like health and well are different. <laughs> uh, I feel like my, I, I just, can, like, I focus on my mental state more. I mean, like, I, I just eat like a child anyway. So eating on the road 
is a little rough, you know, <laughs> eating like, like healthily, you know, a lot of pilot gas stations and McDonald's and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, to say like Mentigo, I always, I just have a couple, I forget what the, like the Spotify um, channel is, but it's like these megahertz. It's like a certain like hertz frequency. Yeah. Yeah, like 396, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. exactly. So I have like a couple of those that it's go to when things are just getting crazy or I'm like, I'm getting cabin fever. And then just like breathing exercises. And then I just, you know, ride it out and good to go. Play the show. I dig it. That's awesome. Is there anything that you do like before you go on? Like, do you do like deep breathing or stretching or anything? Definitely. I mean, when I can, stretching. This one was tough just because you know, we're playing like a lot of like smaller clubs with no really room to get to yourself and it's cold. Yeah. So actually it's funny. The first show we played with toxins here in San Diego and dude, we're loading in. I didn't even do anything yet. And I threw my back out, putting guitars down. Loading Are you in. serious? Yeah. And it just seized up. I'm like, oh, this is not a good start. Oh, fuck. So what'd you do? <laughs> I mean, I played through it and then I just like stretched before and after and like throughout, like I found out like things I could do in the van because we had a couple long drives. Yeah. So pretty much just, you know, lay on your back and hold your knees and really just crank it out. I didn't but, know if you meant like you, like it seized and like you couldn't walk. Cause like that's happened to me before. So I, that I, luckily it wasn't that bad. It was like my right, it was glute. I think, I don't know if it's like a sciatic thing. It felt oh, like a nerve pinch, and it's still a little wonky. This is my test right there. Yeah, it's still there. Uh, but we'll be. That's fine. It's yeah, right. yeah. So, is there like, or has there been a time in your life where, I guess, like you had to put yourself first and focus on yourself, you know, to keep yourself on track? Otherwise, you were just gonna fall apart. Yeah. Uh, so recently, I had a pretty unexpected life change a partner and I we were together for almost five years and we ended up parting ways um for the better for both I feel like I don't really talk to her but I mean she's doing all right and I hope she is I hope she's happy but once that all happened you know you kind of go through like that that crazy what do I do now and like for for a very brief instant I was like all right I quit and I moved back to Pennsylvania Right. And then I kind of slap myself out of that. I'm like, no, dude, you don't do that. So really just like knowing how to, you know, I'm like, I'm the kind of guy that like, I'll do anything for you at the top of a hat, whether it be for friends, family, um, work, a lot of times work, I'm just picking up shifts and all that. So really learning how to say no when I personally need to, that showed up real quick during that time and were you just like super overwhelmed or something and so all these other external things were just like amounting too quickly for you yeah and then you just I wasn't able to like fully focus on whatever I was doing whether it be with the band or my personal life or even like I do the PR thing on the side as well and I felt like a lot of times I'm just staring like like, ah what am I doing because my brain's just going nuts so yeah going back to like the breathing exercises and like when I'm on like my, my full A game, I have like a, a pretty good yoga regimen. Um, yeah, it just clears clears out my head, keeps my smile on, and we keep going. 
Yeah, helps your possible sciatica, probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's why I didn't do it. I didn't have time to log in with yoga with Cassandra. <laughs> I've, I heard, her. Her. I've heard of, I've heard that name before. It's on, I found her during uh, the quarantine months and it's on YouTube. Yeah. But there's a, there's a couple different ones, but hers are cool. Like she, I forget what the terminology is. I'm not that much of a yogi guy, but um. You, like you stay in the positions a little bit longer to really exercise whatever you're focusing on. Yeah, I think um, yin yoga is, is- That sounds right. Yeah, you're there for like three minutes or something. Yeah, and like yeah. the first couple of times, you're like, why are you doing this? And then when it clicks, you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> Let me get that child pose. <laughs> um, is there anything, like, do you do anything else to kind of help like process your thoughts so that you don't just- go fucking crazy uh, I do take really long walks you know I try my best to put you know put the phone on do not disturb or whatever and I just kind of cruise around and try to like look at things instead of just you know stare straight and it's hard I gotta like remind myself because I get there's a lot a lot going on up here yeah but, so um, like being aware like self-awareness and and mindfulness yeah exactly yeah yeah like that and then um I try to hit the rock climbing gym every now and then. Ooh. Because, I mean, you, if you're not concentrating, you're going to eat shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, that's a very, that's a good point. I've always wanted to try rock climbing, and I haven't. You should do it. I know. I do what they call bouldering. So it's like, you, there's no rope. Like, you're just on your own. Mm-hmm. And I just like that, because, like, if I'm doing anything like that, I don't really want to be hanging out, like, talking to anybody. I just want to do my thing yeah and it's like you can just do it whenever you want you don't have to find a partner or a tall whoever right but the, the consequence is if you fall you're it's gravity it's a gravity check you're going down <laughs> yeah you don't have any protective uh gear or like ropes or whatever right yeah you just gotta know how to eat it <laughs> you have to know how to fall correctly <laughs> yeah exactly do you do any like positive like affirmation stuff or any of that because if you're listening to I think it's like the the hertz thing the frequency stuff it's like solfageo I don't know how you I can't think of how you pronounce it but if you've got that happening on Spotify I'm sure it's somehow going to transition you into like affirmation sort of stuff or like things like that yeah yeah it's actually with um the yoga lady Cassandra that I use she does like at the end she does that like the beginning and the end it's like find one word you just want to like repeat throughout this whole thing it's usually you know just happiness or I always I go with focus often I'm generally pretty happy I just gotta get my thoughts right yeah you know what and then like I just kind of make my little list sometimes like if I'm really overwhelmed like that month or week or whatever I'll I'll make my little I'll try to only do like five things and just like just once those are all crossed, then start a new one. And they write down a little list. And like it it's could, list? as easy as like laundry or whatever, but if there's a lot of things, you still just freak yourself out. Yeah. Have you always written lists or is that something that you like made a point to start doing? Um, I've come and gone from it in like my late twenties to I guess mid thirties now. Shit. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. but yeah, I just think like this little six year of life we're in right now I like I'll come and go from making lists because yeah, yeah. like right now it's kind of a slow season so I can just 
do whatever but like come spring summer when we really get ramping up for tours and stuff again and we're writing and you know i work in bars so they get nuts during vacation time and you're just like ah (laughs) (laughs) yeah because like the list like just writing stuff down like I actually, it's funny because I used to have a piece of paper and I would have like seven squares on it. So then each day would be everything, you know, like I needed to do. And I would look at it for the whole week and I was getting so like overwhelmed all the time. And then my buddy was like, like mentor kind of friend guy was like, just write, take that, but then just write your one day out for the day and put the other thing away. And I was, and boy, that makes a world of difference. Dude, for real. I used to have like the month calendar above my desk. And I was like, I was doing PR during, yeah, like during COVID, that was like my main gig. And it was awesome. I loved doing it. That's kind of like why I started doing my own thing. But I would have every band or like I was working with businesses too for like a month. And I'm just like, oh. and I was just like, I'm getting a drink. Like this progress, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it like, it's true though. Like you like lists are good. It's just funny how everything like has like there's like a pro con to it or whatever, you know, or like yeah. you can go too far in either direction. It's like a, a sweet spot, I guess. Like you gotta find a sweet spot. Yeah. And so lists have them. So I have like, so what I do is I have a dry erase, a little dry erase board. And it's like pretty much whatever fits on that board is actually what I can accomplish in the day. So it's like a perfect cool. like, yeah. It like maps itself out almost. And it keeps you from like starting to we're trying to do more than you can or want to yeah exactly it keeps like this is all like I have to do and it's like if it's done I want to like look at the next day and tap into that I can or it's like you did everything relax motherfucker (laughs) yeah kind of chill yeah do you find it harder to relax yeah but I'm way better at it than I used to be because you know, you hear it, like we all hear it, like you have to re- relax and like you can, you know, you want to be productive, but like you're going to burn out and that whole bit. And like, I've, I've been there and done that so, so hard. So now yeah. like, no, like I let myself like have a slow start to the morning. I like, I let myself chill a lot because I've done the other stuff and it doesn't work. It is. I mean, yeah, for me, it it does work until it doesn't then it crashes and burns you know and then what after it crashes and burns then what like I mean does that say you I mean like mentally but not like really eh, eh, that's debatable because I got a whole new life going right now but um I guess yeah there are like a couple little setbacks every now and then but as like I just I make sure I learn from it so hopefully I'm not repeating myself over and over again. And uh, yeah, just dust off, smile, and keep going. Here's an advert in less than 20 seconds. Did you know that Wellness Provisions offers one-on-one wellness sessions? Yep. So if you're seeking to get healthy and ahead in life, but feeling a little stuck, then book a session and let's get you unstuck. Now back to the interview. Do you feel like you're, that you're good at learning from your experiences, like your, you know, fuck ups and mistakes and things, or do you often repeat them multiple times? I feel like I'm good at giving people advice on behalf of my account. (laughs) And then I end up maybe doing some things again. 
I do have like I have a big problem with like not being able to say no. Like I wouldn't call it a case of the FOMOs really, more of a just like I don't want to let people down. Because mm-hmm. like, you know I, I I love a lot of people that are like close to me. So even such small things like I you know, come to my show or my party or you know you want to get a beer before you go to work instead of just being like I got to go to work I'm like no sure I'll go and then you know that kind of thing and then what happens after you do the thing that like you were like I don't really have time or the energy for this then what happens well for I feel like a guilt like I'm not giving that person my full self so then I just get like it stuck in my own head like during our time together or whatever and then I just get tired too quick. But then I'll like I'll get a text from them like that was so great. Like you helped me with so many things or whatever. I'm like honestly, I don't even know what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was half asleep. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad I helped you out, dude. Uh, but so I mean, like you're aware of that. Are you gonna keep like just saying yes to people, or is are you making a point to? I've definitely gotten better at it. I mean. Now the problem is instead of just ignoring, I just gotta say no. Like if if a text shows up or a message or DM, whatever. There's so many ways to get to people now. Yeah. You know, I'm always like, ah. Um, <laughs> I'll leave. I'll just say like I didn't see it, but I know they say it. It says red, especially on like Instagram. I can't yeah. figure that one out. But, but whatever, well, dude. Like I just sometimes I just can't do it. Well, let me ask you this. If you ask someone to like hang out or do something or whatever, and they don't for whatever reason, you know, you get a no from them, basically. How does that, what happens? How does that make you feel? Um, well, I don't like, most of the time I'll try to preface the situation. Like, hey, you want to go do whatever? If not, all good. Or I'll be like, yeah, I really need you for this thing. And just like, kind of like, give them the tone of the text and or the message or whatever and how like how important it is if it's me just being bored and like I hit you up and like yeah you want to go whatever and like I can't like all good I'll go do this thing anyway you know yeah but so like yeah I need you but that's the thing though is like if it's like without the urgency if they're just like if they say no to you then you're fine with it. So your friend or, or whoever is probably going to be okay. You know, if you say no to them, it's the same thing. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was trying to get at. <laughs> yeah. So it's the same thing. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, so speaking of, uh, you know, all of the future disappointments, all your friends are going to have from you now, because you're just going to start saying no to everything. Grudges. Do you think they're going to hold a grudge against you? How do you feel about holding grudges? Well, if I never like really, when I was like younger, I would have grudges, but I've seen like other people that are close to me in my life in different avenues and relationship wise that like just get really grudgy. And I'm like, what is the point of this? You know, whether it be like, past lovers or friends or coworkers or whatever like all you're doing is just sitting around talking shit and nothing's happening if a relationship ends whether it be personal or friendship or work i just try to like you know squash or if there's any beef or anything squash it shake hands hug it out like it, you're, i'm still cool with you so hit me up if you want whatever but i've seen like a lot of people just 
take like dumb little things that are great. Well, they're not dead, but they're grave, you know? Yeah. And like, let it like ruin them. I'm like, that's such a dumb thing. So, I don't know. What's the point of holding on the grudge, dude? We all know, we, we know how this ends. We end up in the dirt. Yeah. That's what you choose. Or like space or whatever. Or yeah. you become ashes and you get thrown in the ocean. So why take anything that seriously? Even if like something really big did happen, you got to learn how to just not let it bug you and drag you down. Yeah. You know, turn it into a, into a positive thing and focus that energy in a better. Agreed. Yeah. Because like you're letting that really you're letting that person you like you are so allowing that person to take away your happiness yeah, like, that's point so that? silly. wasting time it is and it also like all the negative you know like energy and feelings and all of that is just like it's so detrimental to your health and like the cells in your body are just like you're killing your body with that kind of like negative energy like that's what i don't get either like it's like so many people have like persistent health issues or like, you know, just, and how much of that is probably rooted from holding grudges from constant stress. Like the whole mind body thing is like so real. So I, yeah. yeah. No point. There's no I point. I know. So like, <laughs> all right. If someone was holding like a friend of yours or something you guys are you know like talking and they're they cannot let something go what would be like advice you would give them on how to process through that uh, what would i do i probably ask like try to you know without bugging them too much what the situation was and try to get them to talk about how it's actually like what is it actually affecting and how and why and because like honestly most of the time they're just like well just just because like that's the right there proves that it's pointless like you don't really have a real reason mm -hmm. and then if they did have like a reason i'd probably try to help them figure out you know something else to do to take their mind off of it develop a new healthier habit perhaps a little yoga there yeah I mean, of course you always start with a couple drinks you just get that out of the way <laughs> the first that's the first session <laughs> yeah right um I'm, I'm, I'm yeah you don't have to do that but. yeah <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah. yeah there's no that's this how i choose to do things i like drinking but um yeah and also i think it's it's you know i think it's good to ask to pose the question like what are you how are you benefiting from keeping this anger and like upset within you like how how what's that helping what are you getting out of it because yeah that's ultimately life too. Like, what are we getting, you know, that's good, right? Like, and if it's staying in their comfort zone and that unhappiness is comfortable to them, then there's that, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. that says something about the person, you know? If like, if they like that, then maybe they like that, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not my thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess with that, how, uh, how, cause you wanted to talk about knowing oneself. So what does that mean to you? Uh, why is that important to you? Have you always known yourself? Go. Yeah. Well, I feel like I <laughs> go, I feel like I've always known like what, like the type of like personality I am. I'm just like, I, I'm this guy, <laughs> crazy little man. 
And it was really just um, figuring out what to do with it. So once I think I started playing guitar when I was like 13, you know, you always just start as a hobby and then you play along to blank songs or whatever. And, you know, after, like I'm a young kid in Pennsylvania, like a cold attack in Pennsylvania, where like, you know, the, the lifestyle was very much go to school, you know, get the job, you start a career or whatever. That's just kind of like how everybody was raised. And there was just something in my head that was like, no, that's just not it. So one, like it, took, it didn't take that long. My parents were always pretty supportive, but I just had to get out of my area to like realize you can kind of do that. Mm-hmm. And just like, you know, make music your life. So once like I started, like, I moved out here and like started getting in like the bands that were serious and like actually playing shows and hitting the road a little bit, everything really started clicking of like, all right, I know, I know exactly what I am. I know exactly what I want to do, just doing it and being able to balance everything that's around it, you know, work, relationships, all that kind of stuff. But um, I know, I'm always smiling because I'm doing the things I want to do. Yeah. Do you ever like feel like, you know, question like, is, is what I'm doing worth it? Is it working? Should I give up? You know, like, do you ever go through that? I did like when I was like younger and like we first started touring and it was like the whole making it thing. I'm like, but like, what is making it to you? I know some people that like tour the world and everything and they're miserable. And then other people play in like cover bands every Tuesday and like the happiest they ever been. So like, all right, that to me, that guy made it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What's your definition or like metric for success then? Uh, coming back happy and playing like and I've always had this idea of like I play every show like it's my first and it's my last because you never know so I just give it up my all have fun you know we fuck around with each other on stage like yeah. if you're like a messed up we're like oh you did it <laughs> like as soon as it stops being fun then put it down with anything you know mm-hmm. like with whatever with podcasting with yoga yeah like whatever if you're not having fun doing it anymore and I get like you know the routine can get uh stagnant but so yeah then that's when you know take take a little vacation or whatever and if you come back different then it's time to find something else yeah yeah it was funny because like just before we got on here my friend was texting me and she's been like her she's been cramming a ton of personal stuff just like hanging out with all these people and you know all the family stuff just all the stuff and then her work is just like constant just you know she's one of those like there's always like hundreds of emails on red kind of a thing and she's like I don't she's like I I just I'm so sick of this job and I'm like no dude like you're constantly going you love the job like it's got its aspects but like you love it you just need a break so it's like yeah it you have to step back to like recalibrate yeah you gotta find your time to breathe Mm -hmm. you can only hold your breath for so long Amy right I can't hold mine for very long I don't think <laughs> yeah, I, I try to like swim back and forth between a pool I get like halfway <laughs> I haven't been swimming in so long like years and the last time I swam I don't know what I was doing it was like my arms were just like super straight and I was like 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 there was just no like you know flow or give to it it was just That's I was like windmill, like like, like Frankenstein arms <laughs> 
I just picture like, you know, like you pick up like a small little dog out of a pool and they just keep going. And it gets all weird. Kind of like that, probably. Yeah. <laughs> perfect, perfect form. Um, so like what's your um this just popped in my head, it's super weird. What's your relationship with like what you consume be it like media or you know music like do you are you aware of how things affect your mood and like your feelings and stuff like do you dude yeah. especially like as I get older it's weird mm -hmm. I figured like as I like as I would get older I'd like let things slide and like I don't like there's a lot of memes like especially like negative self and you know self what do you call it like self-realization ones and like there's there's there always like a funny aspect to it but you're all like man this is so sad and it just like sits with me for some reason I don't know like stuff like that like I'll just feel I'm on I'm on, yeah, on Instagram fairly often it's like my platform of choice mm -hmm. and there's always just you know the like not really the dog on fire anymore but like just stuff like that and it just says like something that's so like realistic and you're just like oh like why did I look at that right and I'm just thinking so to get away from that I just I play like a couple little mind games and then I just listen to music that I like or podcasts or yeah. my megahertz I try to keep yeah. it I keep it small these days that's good do you do you meditate um or is it just like the breathing meditative for you yeah it's more more of the breathing so like yeah i do like the megahertz things there's like a sleeping one that helps out and then there is like a meditative one i i was doing one that like kind of walked you through but i couldn't spoke like i couldn't focus myself i was just like i what do i do next you know <laughs> like the to the like you're walking through a forest or you stumble upon a deer or like something like that so yeah. it's kind of like envision it like this, i'm not even pain like I'm not calming down yeah the voice of the person I think makes a difference though with the guided meditations yeah. like some because I've tried different ones and some I'm just like they it's just not it's not soothing and like you need that super like mellow soothing um I'll send you a link and I'll link it here for people there's a woman uh her name or whatever is rising higher meditation and her name's Jess Shepard she's an Australian woman and she oh. has like the best stuff like sleep reprogramming tracks full of like affirmations and stuff you can listen to falling asleep and then guided meditations and like her voice is like amazing like you'll get into it that's awesome I gotta I'm gonna try that I'm off I'm off today I got plenty of time and yeah explore. I'll give you a link then and then if it doesn't work for you tell me because then I'm curious like if you're like no I still couldn't get into it <laughs> cool I think it's also like you have to be in the right setting yeah know? And I think some days are just, or I guess I could say this, some days are worse than others. Some days are better than others for just really being able to relax. But like the days where it's hard to like, let your, let your brain like chill, I feel like you have to, those are the days where you need to like push through it, you know, because. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah. funny too. Cause like once you push through it, like once it clicks, you're like, oh, sick, we're there. Mm -hmm. you just gotta get through that brain fog yeah and that's it because like there's a lot of people who who feel like you know I can't turn my brain off when I meditate or you know I'm, I'm not doing it right and all that stuff and it's like 
I feel like that's one bad thing about like Instagram is like all of these, there's so much stuff that's like, I don't know. It's like, you don't need a meditation pillow. You don't need incense. You don't need all of these perfect things. It's just like, let your mind chill out. And if a thought comes in and you realize like, Oh God, I'm like, this is a full thought I'm thinking, then just let it go. Like just drop it and go back to like your breath. Like that's literally what it's a practice. Meditation is a practice. Yeah, it just anchors you. I think like we also like, live in this world now where like everything, everybody expects everything so immediately. So it's like, why am I not a meditative guru? Like, cause you're, I don't know, can you lift 4,000 pounds? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just not how it works. Yeah, yeah. It takes it takes time and remembering that, like having patience with like your growth on anything, playing guitar, meditating, whatever, yoga. Yeah, all of it eating nutrition nutritionally is that a word you get what i'm saying eating right (laughs) (laughs) eating right (laughs) yeah is there so since you eat like a kid and stuff like that are there any like healthy foods that you do enjoy that you would consider healthy i I mean like when i'm home like chicken and rice and stuff like that like i try to get veggies um try to (laughs) i try to yeah I have time. I'm not like a great cook either, but my roommate's like a, a chef, dude. He, he actually runs his own pizza business, but yeah, so he like he can really cook. But our, like we have such different schedules. But um. So what you're saying yeah. is he could cook stuff and then leave it in the fridge for you, and you could reheat he it. Could. Yourself. He could do that. <laughs> no, we haven't we haven't gotten there. No, he actually has before. But. <laughs> That's funny. Um. So you do um, PR stuff. How does that work for you? Are there any challenges with it? Like, how do you, what does PR and you look like together? Yeah, PR is, it's super fun. And like, you know, if anybody has any questions about what it entails, it's pretty much, if you have like a new release or, you know, release single EP, fill in the blank or whatever you got. I'm the guy that does all the back end work that you don't want to do. You know, reaching out to the blog, podcast playlist blah 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 blah, all that and really just kind of like quote unquote selling it for you um when everything was kind of slowing down as far as touring and playing live shows just like when i got into it i was able to fully focus and going back to like what we were kind of saying about just filling your brain and saying yes to everything i was just saying yes to anyone because i I mean I, i always say yes to things i like yeah and i liked a lot of things (laughs) (laughs) i did did. there's a lot of cool songs and videos and stuff coming my way but balancing all them and your own band stuff was just a nightmare because then you have all these dates in your head and then wait did i get the right link or whatever and that's kind of been a problem you know just being able to say no or i try to just set myself to like only hand like we got a busy month personally so just take on a handful so if anybody's watching this does reach out and i can't do it you know why not that i don't like it but i'll i'll send you somewhere else there's a lot of good people out there but yeah um, it keeps me busy like if if the band's not busy or i I play in a pop punk band as well but if none of them are doing anything just for like just playing a couple shows just keeps me involved in music and really like the only thing i like i like music so much other dumb shit going on <laughs> hey. that's, 
it's awesome though that you were able to like create that business because it helps other people you keep doing what you love your love for it and the music is just like super good energy so it's just got awesome momentum behind it like it's not like it I mean I guess if you're overbooking yourself it's not being forced so there's it's not you're not losing joy from it exactly yeah and like I started to for a little bit because I was I, I put like this pressure on myself, like I have to make this my career or life or whatever, which, you know, it'd be the, the dream, but going back to what we we're saying about, um, you know, lifting 4,000 pounds or like the meditative thing. I'm like, why am I not living off of this yet? I'm like, cause it takes time, man. <laughs> You've only been in it for like doing it two years, but like, you know, it takes a while yes. to do with anything. And like, I feel like when people can see like when you're forcing it or like if you're spazzing out, like you just let it ride. If it happens, it happens. If not, then it's like your little fun hobby thing. Yeah. And like, and that's okay too. Like, cause I feel like there's, it's like looked down upon. Like if you want something to be more of, you know, a full-time money maker, but if it turns into a hobby, like that's okay also because you yeah. still get to do the thing. And like, that's, it's like the, uh, it's the journey, not the destination. You know that kind yeah, of thing. exactly. You're doing it. Yeah, there's, yeah. I think people, like myself included, you just put like this stamp on it, like this has to be huge or whatever. Like, no, man, you're allowed to just like have fun still. Like we're saying before, if you're not having fun, what are you doing? Why yeah. would you do the thing? Yeah, you know, and I think also it's like the whole, it's like ego making the whole like um what do I want to say you know it's supposed to be like this is what society standards are this is the status quo this is what you should be doing like this is the result yeah. you should be obtaining and it's like and and ego is so like attached to that so being able to like see that that that's what that is you know and not get sucked into it yeah it's important that's weird so yeah let it ride <laughs> there you go let it ride so um, do you have a quote that you like a lot? I do. I've heard this pretty much my entire life from my mother. And it's uh, keep everything in moderation. You know, yeah. you got to let things chill sometimes. Everything, because you can do anything too much, too much coffee, too much screen time, too much sleep, too much, <laughs> believe it or not, too much guitar. You can do it. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> but yeah, uh, just knowing how to when to take a break from whatever. Just you know, just realign your head and keep it a positive thing in your life versus burning yourself out and making you end up hating it and building a grudge against it, you know. Mm -hmm. And that comes back to the whole knowing oneself too, because it's like if you start to like you know, I don't know, like, again, like so many mental things manifest as physical symptoms. So like being aware of like, like how your body's doing can be obviously like flags that, you know, you're not, you're taking on too much or you're just, you're not in the right direction. So having that awareness. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it takes a minute to get there sometimes, but once you're there, it's cool. You just know how to do you. Yes. 
Uh, so the tagline for my business, because I do the podcast, but I also do wellness coaching and I sell supplements for people who want to support small business instead of Amazon. Um, so the tagline for my business is delay dying. And I like to ask everybody, if you had to give someone advice or tips on how to delay dying or in other words, live happier and healthier, what would you say? I would say do the things you want to do. Actually, you know what I would say? I was saying this a lot during COVID. Yeah. Uh, the world's going to suck forever, so you don't have to. Just do cool shit. Yeah. Easy. There you go. Mic drop. <laughs> done. <laughs> and we can say we're done. <laughs> no, that's true, though. Yeah. It's just you create your happiness, so... Yeah, we're all in the rat race to just figure out how fast or slow you want to run and make sure you're smiling. Perfect. Do you guys have anything like coming up or coming out in the new year that you would like to share on? So we just put our new single out, I think like Sunday. It was it was a weird thing with distribution. It was supposed to come out the 17th and everything got a little botched. So it came out like 1 a.m. on a Sunday. But it's out there. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we have a new single called Sold Out, and it features our friend D-Rex. It's really cool. It's like she does like this crazy vocal harmonizing thing. It's awesome. You got to check it out. Super fun. Cool. And then, um, yeah, we're going to start starting to work on a new album, and we should be back on the road by, I'd say, late spring, early summer. Hopefully back out your way. We get ready. Awesome. Yeah. I want to see you guys again so much. Like that seriously, like that was up in DC was like the most rad. And like, I also, I give you just mad props, I guess, because it was not a very packed out show. And you guys, yeah, we could be honest. It was, it was slim. <laughs> it was quite slim, but everybody played like it was a full house and like I just I I value that a lot and respect that and like yeah you guys fucking put on an incredible performance it was yeah, dude. thank you well like I say I mean if we're not having fun it'll be evident you know we all love yeah. doing it so yeah and also you know other people in bands hearing this coming from someone who's not in a band at all I can tell you that even <laughs> if it's even if it's not like a packed house, like the people who actually, yeah, it's true. Coming from someone not in a band, I'm still there. You know, the people who did show up, did show up to see you. So it's like, it might not be full, but like, there's like, yeah, put your soul into it. Well, and like, that's the thing though, too. Like, yeah, a lot of people would get upset. Like if it's like a smaller show, but you don't know who's driving six hours. Right. You know, you got to put on the show. <laughs> Yeah, like, and then my friend's band, um, they're from, uh, like, Northern California. They're playing in the Outer Banks in a couple weeks, and sweet. it is North Carolina, but it is four and a half hours away, so I'm driving there for that, too, so. Who's, who's that band? Happies? I don't know. I gotta check them out. Yeah, they're, um, they're super fun, just sort of, like, um, kind of 90s, grungy, pop, surf punk like one of those conglomerations of cool. fun happiness northern, yeah. northern california i got yeah it. they're from uh, nevada so okay cool yeah check them out yeah so anyways yes people in bands play like the house is full because 
people came to yeah. see it. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know who's there. And exactly. Yeah, people people paid the ticket, man. Give them the show. That's right. All right, dude, Mike, thank you for chatting and, um, you know, hanging out and sharing how your brain works and you know, yeah. all your PR stuff and everything. Thank you. Of course, anytime. Always good to see you and chat with you. Yes. And uh, I hope to see you soon, dude. I know. Yeah, Matt was like, he's like, you got to wear the Toxin shirt tomorrow. I was like, darling, I already <laughs> set it out. It's I'm already a step ahead of you. <laughs> I love that guy. I, I love him so much. He's so sweet. He's got um, great lips. Huh? Great lips on that guy. I know, right? I mean, Beautiful. yeah, firsthand knowledge there. <laughs> oh, they're the best. I was kissing that whole tour. <laughs> um. <laughs> I should just, we should just start the interview like this. No. Yeah. <laughs> Talking right about Matt's lips. <laughs> dude, little dude kissing. Yeah. And then I'll flash the picture. Um,